Hi Gav, welcome to the Sonic Shuffle. I'm Jim, the Jolty on a podcast. <laughs> um, cheerio, I'm Morg, the student. I don't know. I didn't know we were doing this. I'm sure every fucking UK listener fucking loves it. Adores it when Americans do accents. <laughs> I know at least one British person who unironically does love that. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. I think Sarah also likes it. Uh, but I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, boomers. Uh, we're doing Sonic the Comic. By the way, fans of Sonic the Comic were called boomers. That rules. Okay, boomer. Wait, that's weird since there's a boomer, like, character also. I I don't think Boomer the Walrus is actually in Sonic the Comic. They have their own whole set of companions for Sonic. I can't, can't believe we're all just boomers secretly. A little bit of background. Uh, Sonic Boomer... Er, Sonic Boom! Yes! <laughs> We're doing this again! Uh, no. I was gonna say... Uh, Sonic the Comic was a... M- sort of magazine, then comic... That was made by a Fleetway Comics in the UK... From the early 90s to the late 90s. They went from, I think, 93 to... Well, the last proper comics being in 99, they kind kind of died out after the around the Dreamcast era because they decided instead of writing new stories, they would just recycle old stories, which doesn't work. What do you mean old stories? Like old like vid- the stories from the games or something? The stories from earlier issues, they would just recycle them. Oh, that's weird. You would think with like that you said the dreamcast yeah the dreamcast era like isn't that like when sonic kind of really like it took off or am i that's when that was the start of the modern sonic that we all know i wouldn't really say it took off then okay but hmm it's more like that was the time when we knew modern sonic uh but yeah, Sonic the Comic was a, a ma- like it wasn't just a comic book; it was also a magazine, and early issues were actually divvied, divided amongst different like Sega properties. Like there was a Sonic story, and then there would be other stories based on other Sega games that would sort of rotate in five or six issue series. Like there were Golden Axe comics, there were Streets of Rage comics, there was a uh. Yeah. Um, I mean, comics and kind of comics are kind of just like the 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 magazine of graphic novels in a way, kind of, aren't they? Like, I guess I, I don't. There's a very fine line between a comic and a magazine, if you think about it. Makes you think. <laughs> a distinct thing about the early Sonic comics is that. Because they're, like, multiple stories divvied up over into a larger book, they're actually quite short. Like, they're usually only five or six pages. It's sort of a specialty among British comics to sort of tell a story very concisely. And They were webcomics before webcomics. I guess so. Uh, also, they came out bi-weekly instead of monthly. Uh... Wow. Yeah. Seems I like will a lot note for... that. Yeah. Oh, shit. That is one other detail about the comic I wanted to bring up. Because these were like UK comics, they were actually differently shaped than American comics. Like, you know, your standard sort of American comic book size. But the Sonic the Comic by Fleetway was actually the size of a magazine. They were really big. Huh. Is that, like, normal in the UK, I wonder? UK listeners, let us know. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. I 
I might actually ask uh, Sonic the Comic the podcast at some point because now I think they did say that that was sort of more standard for British comics as opposed to American ones. Also, shout out to Sonic the Comic the podcast. Uh, they're a Sonic the Comic co- podcast by two British people who grew up reading them. Well, I shouldn't say British. UK people. One of them's one of them's Irish. One of them's British. The comic it- itself told a its own sort of flair to the story. For example, instead of like the Freedom Fighters, Sally Roder. Antoine, uh, Bunny, you had, they had their own set of, uh, characters who were very, to varying levels of abstraction based on the different types of flickies you got when you popped open Badniks in the original games. Like, there was a rabbit named Johnny Lightfoot, there was a pig named Porker Lewis. I know there are more, but I have to look more into it. However, today we're actually going to focus on something a little bit different. We're going to be reading from Stay Sonic, which was sort of the UK... It was a book that they sold to kids in the UK that was a guide to Sonic, and especially like Sonic the comic and the lore in that. Stay frosty. I'm going to set a timer... For 30 minutes and see how much we can cover in that much time and i might interrupt you <laughs> no that's cool i wouldn't mind covering it over several episodes uh also i want to give credit to sonic retro they have a full pdf of stay sonic on their website and it's also where i was able to get the pdf of the sonic bible Oh, I should actually link you it so you can read along too. Uh, Hell yes. Okay. I'm gonna post that in the chat. Let's see, in the sort of opening credits of this, it does note that... So, the way this book is structured is, first there's sort of introductory stuff, then stuff about Sonic and Eggman... Then there's a section on tips for Sonic 2. Then a section (laughs) called Sonic Celebrities, which I think is about UK area celebrities playing Sonic games. Hell yes. Then there's like a section on Tails, a section on on more Sonic stuff, and a section on Zones, and then a closing section. The zone zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduction. Hey! Hmm, actually, I could do a funny British accent, but I am... When it comes to all things UK Sonic, I defer to the Sonic the Comic the Podcast hosts, who who choose to have viewed Sonic as having an American accent, because to British people in the 90s, America was cool... <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It's just so rad. <laughs> I'll go with an American accent. Hey, don't believe me, Matt. You are probably moving too slowly. You know my name, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I saw that set the record straight on a few things before we go any further. So hang around for a millisecond. When the folks at Sega asked me what I thought about doing a book, I said, You expect me to hang up my red sneakers and take up writing? No way! And they said, But all these people out there want to know where you come from, what to do when you're not out collecting rings or running them around Robotnik. They want to know the thoughts of Chairman Sonic and the inside line on Sonic powers. So I told them, Okay, I'll do it. But you get it written. I'll just introduce it. So here goes. I'm Sonic. I'm 19, and I never learned to read. Oh, also I should let you know, there, the UK Sonic writes Sonic in a specific way where, like, he's an asshole, but not like he can do whatever he wants, asshole. He's like, 
he like makes a mean quip and then like his friends will call him out on his mean quip and then he'll like say all right yeah that was just friendly ribbing sorry like he's not mean but he is kind of a jerk yeah interesting interesting take yeah first i am not a hero i'm a superhero <laughs> and i'm not like those other big guys they may claim to be super but how can be that fi- how can they be that what how can they be oh how can they be how- that with yeah how can they be with that face fur mustache stuff no i'm a- the original i didn't even want to be great i just am what else could i do once Robotnik went robo Berserko, I had to save my friends. Lucky for them, I saved the planet too. Ah, uh, oh my gosh! Just robo opening Berser- up. <laughs> robo Berserko is uh, my electronic music making name. I like them. I love that this classic Genesis does what Nintendo bit with Mario. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo. Now about my speed. Sega reckon they sweated bits to bust my moves through the sound barrier. Yeah, that's true. But who pushed the outside of the envelope at the last nanosec? Yours truly. How? Just check out the power sneakers for maxed out speed. Now they all wear them down at Sega. <laughs> Oh Can you God. just imagine, like, a businessman with some, like, fucking wild-ass sneaks that make him run really fast? I love it. <laughs> and what about the hair? It's blue, it's natural, it's cool. Why spikes? <laughs> Simple aerodynamics. When you're moving at top speeds, you don't want to hold anything to hold you back. Also, ever try a supersonic spin without spikes? Wait, so, wait, he, like, made the his hair spiky? It's not just like that? Well, it says it's natural, but, like, okay. I guess he runs so fast that it's just shaped like that naturally. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens to porcupines, too. They just run so fast that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's enough for me, because you've got a whole book about me, and I've got work to do. You relax for a millisecond. See you in the Green Hill Zone. In the beginning, there was Sonic. I love this. Do you see the beginning here, though? He's literally... (laughs) So, this first bit, I, I don't think the rest of this is supposed to be Sonic, so I will not do that voice unless they do that again. But for now... No, it's not. It just... It goes... You'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I see this opening bit, so let me try to do this. Well, it happened like this. Was that too quick? Sorry. Playing Sonic, the Hedgehog, does that to you. There's a dash between Sonic and the Hedgehog. Hang on while we take a deep breath and hit the restart button. Also, restart button is just a graphic. That says restart, and it's like a button, and it's good. Um, Okay, so I see already, just from, like, trying to decipher that run-on word, that uh, it sounds like... Sounds like Sonic the Bible a little bit. Yeah, it does, like, take a bit from the Bible. I might skim this a bit. Uh, Oh! Here's something. I'll read this opening bit because it is actually different. Somewhere, tucked away on the outer fringes of the universe, there's a small planet. It's barely big enough to see from a couple million miles, let alone the 117.600.3222 light years it is from Earth. It's so far away, in fact, that if you were to focus on our choking spear from there, you'd see rock dinosaurs roaming around. It's a colorful and friendly-looking orb that once gave off the most excellent vibes. We'll come to that soon. Oh my god. (laughs) So yeah, it straight up says Sonic lives on another planet, which- Sonic does vibe checks. Um, 
Yeah, the other another planet called Nebraska. No, it actually legitimately says Mobius here. Yeah. If you go looking for Mobius, assuming you can find the right di- dimension and hire a 4x4 photon stratocruiser, you won't find it without the precise directions, which are not available. So yeah, it's a, it's a faraway fantasy planet, which is kind of a constant in most stuff. Well, in most... Actually, yeah, it is a constant, like... We, like, it's always established that Sonic isn't from our world. He's from another world. Uh, Sometimes it's Mobius, sometimes it's something else. And in Archie lore, it's something completely different that I do not want to get into because I don't want to spoil the surprise. Oh, I'm so excited now. We have to roll Archie again. Yeah. However, if you did manage to find it, You'd be pleasantly surprised to discover a world largely unspoilt by heavy industry, urban planning disasters, skiing jackets, and Jason Donovan records. I don't know what that reference is. I, I'm just gonna assume that they were someone uh, who was popular in the UK in the nine early nineties. I, or very unpopular. Like I know there's a bit in. Thank He's you. Australian. There's a bit in one of the... Oh, did you look him up? Uh, yeah. Huh. Jason Donovan. Oh my god. Huh. I mean, he was a musician, but also... He also appeared in several musicals, most prominently the lead role of Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Hell yeah, oh. dude. Oh, hell yeah. Huh. But, but yeah, he, he was a musician. There is, like, a bit in an early Sonic the Comic thing that's... Actually, I think it might be a running bit, but there's a reference to this show called El Dorado, which which is not really known to us Americans, but was apparently an infamously bad soap opera that ran in the UK in, like, the late 80s or early 90s. Oh, Road to El Dorado? I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's unrelated. One of the hippest spots, according to the brochures, is the Green Hill Zone, a sort of cross between a West Indies island, the Maldives, and Kent. It's a kind of a paradise, a heaven on Mobius, a smart place to chill out, or it used to be, until Dr. Obi Kintabor lost his mind. Mobius was sparsely populated. One of its most attractive features, but among its inhabitants, was a brilliant scientist totally dedicated to his work of ridding the planet of evil. Like any other place, Mobius had its good and its bad, so Kintober, a philanthropic genius, had spent 15 years devising a machine that would contain all evil that existed and neutralize it. But just as he was about to achieve his dream, everything went very, very wrong. One minute, everything was cool, and the next, Mobius had become an unhealthy and eggy place to be. And it happened like this. Eggs are good for you. How yeah. dare you? So, then it starts to actually get into the proper backstory. Uh, for the sake of just saving time, I might just try to cover things that are like actively different from the Sonic Bible. Uh, uh, he runs into Clintabor by accident, just like before. He's just like before, he's... His name's not Sonny in this one. Oh, he's already named Sonic. That's different. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's finding the emeralds. Uh, yeah, this straight up lifts direct lines from it. That's so Let's weird. See. There's some references... Okay, I'll read this bit because it is noticeably a different section. Sonic eyed the man sus- suspiciously. It was obvious the dude was some sort of genius, or a total wacko, probably both. Sonic zapped across the gleaming floor of the lab, taking in the dazzling array of contraptions, lined up along the walls, on top of counters, and piled high on the shelves. He touched one small device gingerly. It was labeled in scratchy biro, cryonic oscilloscope. Moving further down the line, more bizarre inventions were piled against each other. One labeled Proboscile Defoliator, looking suspiciously like mechanized tweezers. 
Sonic grimaced and walked on, surveying the reams of paper marked Patents Pending, which were stacked high, and the heavy leather-bound books with titles like An Idiot's Guide to Quantum Physics, which were scattered around. He picked up a clipboard covered in indecipherable algebraic notes and doodles and of improbable devices. A bold, red-ringed note inscribed, Monday, shopping, stood out prominently. So, yeah, it looks like he's more of a silly, goofy scientist in this one. Yeah, and also, I don't think... At least Sonic doesn't become his, like, uh, assistant. At least not right away, and, like... Uh, yeah, he does like... do the He does do the thing where he's, like... Uranus, Europus. Oh, you said that. Never mind. I. Yeah, these are divided into scenes. It looks like uh, the next thing establishes that like Sonic uh, wasn't like staying there. He was just visiting again and again. But we don't get to hear about Sonic's family. <laughs> hmm. It's illegal to talk about Sonic's family. Oh, this is really funny, but. At one point, they straight up say Chaos Emeralds, and it is trademarked. Yes! <laughs> Honestly, if if you want a person, a perspective from someone actually familiar with Stay, Stay Sonic and UK stuff, I highly recommend checking out uh, Sonic the Comic, the podcast version of of this. They have their whole their own whole thing on it. Let's but see. we must talk about yeah. the lore. <laughs> yeah. So it's it establishes again that like the gray emerald, the final one, sort of neutralizes all of the evil stuff in the other six emeralds. Oh, huh. Here's another bit. To aid his search, Kintobor installed PCs throughout the zones of Mobius so that anyone passing by could input information that might lead to the discovery of the gray emerald. He even offered a small reward by way of a five-night break for two in the Green Hill Zone as an incentive. He also yeah. spent all his waking hours, which were considerable, he believed sleeping was a, base, a waste of valuable time, making the ROCC, uh, they explained that earlier, the Retro-Orbital Chaos Compressor, ready to transfer the last bit of the world's evil into the Grey Emerald and stabilize the Chaos Emeralds. Wow. Okay, so... He is very into communal research. <laughs> Was Mobius a c communist utopia? I think it might be an anarchist state or something, because... Hell yeah. I mean, oh no! <laughs> I I don't know. They don't really seem to establish any sort of government or... Uh, working body. I, I'm not even sure if they have money. I'm just reading from this whole God, thing. I wish that were me. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, now it's, you know, robotic controls it all or whatever, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's probably a, a saturate hellhole. Yeah. Uh, so, but before this... Oh, there's, like, this really good drawing of Sonic... In, like, a hamster wheel, or, like, a hamster, yeah. Yeah. And he's just, like, powering the crystal that way, or whatever. Yeah. It's very yeah. cute. Uh, it's, like, mostly a novel, but there's cute little pictures. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a whole bit about Sonic's shoes. Uh, they have Duratex TM soles with exceptional grip and specially cushioned odorless inners. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we had to find. We had to learn why Sonic's feet were never stinky. Hmm. Uh oh, stinky. The less I think of <laughs> the less I think about Sonic's feet, the better. Yeah, same. Uh, grudge, uh, Sonic runs fast. It's the whole bit from the Bible about him running on a treadmill until it, like, goes crazy and he does a sonic boom and he turns blue. Oh, I thought he was blue already. It looks like in this time he was originally brown. I think that is still a constant in UK lore. 
Oh, yeah, it says he was grayish-brown. Interesting, interesting. Huh. Uh, then he goes, becomes Sonic. Uh, there's a line about him eating a double cheeseburger and large fries. Uh, scene three. Okay, uh, looks like Sonic, it's more or less, oh, this is actually different. Let me try reading this. A couple of months passed with Sonic's appearance showing no sign of reverting back to its former drabness, nor did his speed decrease as he surged all over the place, covering large distances in the hope of locating the Grey Emerald for the dock. He hadn't been around to the lab, in fact, for a week, what with the overwhelming attention he'd been receiving from his friends since his transformation, so he decided to drop in one afternoon. Uh, Doc Kintabor had been continuing with his experiments without let-up. In fact, he had been so engrossed in his research that he hadn't even noticed Sonic's absence. While he was pleased to see him, he un immediately returned to his work, leaving Sonic to read his favorite comic, Attack of the Zo Killer Zombie Penguins. Sometime later, Sonic wasn't quite sure how long, he only ever carries a digital stopwatch, Kintabor came over. Do penguins... are there penguins in Sonic? Yeah, well... Because hmm. I know I, there's birds. Yeah, there are birds. I... Off the, I know there are penguin flickies. I don't know about like full-on penguin anthros though. Hmm. Uh, flickies, by the way, are those small little animals. Oh wait, I said this already. Never mind. I don't know um, if you actually expl. You just said flickies, but yeah, they're like the small animals in the robots. You did say that. Never mind. Yeah. I for some reason I think I th thought you said. I don't know. Flicky sounds like a bad word. <laughs> like, I'm gonna flicky you. Sonic, uh, gets a big Scooby-Doo sandwich. God, I wish that were me. This one immediately establishes that the big old egg is in f The big egg that, uh, Dr. Kintabor had is, in fact, a stinky rotten egg. Uh-oh, stinky! <laughs> Man, I don't like to think about that for some reason. It's it's a stinky egg. Uh, ha -ha. Just for laughs. Just for laughs, haha. I would let you smell them. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. They don't show what he looked like before the egg. Uh, they... Yeah, they don't show him in this, but... They're, they're, he does, like, have an actual appearance. You'll You'll get to see it when... We get to the comics proper. But he's like, actually, why don't I just pop open an image just right now? Dr. Ovi Kintobor. Okay, yeah, here we go. I'll just open this one from the old comic. Uh, this might not be from the UK comic. It might be from the promotional comic that ran in a couple different countries. Ovi... Why does that sound like Sonic's, like, fake name, or... Hang on, that link didn't... No, I, it worked. Think... Oh, okay, cool. Huh. Excellent. Yeah, that's... He looks very different. I kind of like this sort of... It really does give off more of a goofy scientist look. I like him. Yeah. Me too. And that's Sonic pre-blue. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's a specific line about... Okay, I'm just gonna read this bit from when he transforms. Uh, Doc Kintabor had been totally changed by some awful freak accident. The once slim scientist had been transformed into an obese blimp. And there was a peculiar eggy <sighs> niff hanging in the air. In fact, it smelt like the toilets of one of Earth's busier curry houses. Oh. Dr. Robotnik's a stinky egg. Oh no, oh. he's literally a stinky egg. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks! <laughs> that sucks uh. a lot. Oh man. Okay. Uh, also, I don't like him being described as an obese blimp. Yeah, they still lean in on that whole uh, fatness is so evil thing. 
Man, love that. Love that as a fat person. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Feels good. Uh, <laughs> I love that his name tag still gets fucking mysteriously reversed. Oh, oh that's really good. <laughs> that part is so funny to me. Wow! How did the accident change the words around? The accident <laughs> made a word scramble. Oh, uh, and, uh, let's see. Oh, clearly the doc wasn't feeling himself. And there was something in his matter that suggested to Sonic that he'd better tread carefully, play along with him for a bit. Oh yeah? How are you gonna do that? He probed. The emeralds! It's all in the emeralds! Now I am evil like them. Beautiful, <laughs> symmetrical, and unstoppable. I shall launch them into space, and they shall help me control the world! How will and that help no you? One... I, maybe they orbit the planet? Uh, and no one, no one will ever find the Grey Emerald! No one! I Not like that he threatens, um, before that he, like, threatens to turn him into an armadillo bot, which I think was in the Bible, but just, like, did he even make robots before then? It- I don't think he makes- there doesn't seem to be any lines about him making robots specifically, just weird inventions. Uh... I guess he wasn't Robotnik before. Robotnik was frothing at the mouth, his delusions of grandeur. Then he realized he'd put his mouth into gear before engaging his considerable brain. Now, now you know my plan, you little walking cushion. You shall be eggs terminated. That is spelled as you would think, with eggs. He suddenly lunged at Sonic. But Sonic was too fast. He bolted out the back door of the lab and lab and headed for the green hail zone to warn his friends, his ex-mate's curses echoing behind him. So, just to bring you up to date, the formerly good, if somewhat daft, Kintabor had become the hopelessly evil and utterly egg-centric Robotnik. A megalomaniac was an unstoppable mega desire to control Mobius. There's some- there's probably some tedious moral in this whole story, but there's no point in crying over spilt rings. So what exactly happened to throw Mobius into total confusion? If we rewind to the point where Doc was hand-fistedly tapping at the ROCC keyboard with the egg in his hand, we can run it by in slow motion and grasp the full impact that, that a couple of transposed digits can have. This <clears throat> is so weird. Yeah. Because it lists, like, what happens to him. Yeah. Yeah, he, they just sort of recap that whole bit. With like, A, goes into meltdown. B, transfers some of the evil. C, takes on egg. Expanding ugh, to grotesque proportions. D, explodes. Rings. Everywhere. Damn. If that's not a big enough mess to deal with, Robotnik, as you meant must now be referred to, decides that megalomania is this lunar year's thing. Uh, and Robotnik is no dummy. He quickly realizes that to succeed in his plan, he must destroy the only creature who knows his scientific secrets, Sonic. Suddenly, it's open season on hedgehogs. It's hedgehog Cursing season. Yeah. Cursing the extra speed he helped his former friend build up, Robotnik devises a multitude of traps which he places throughout... Mobius's zones. He also captures many of Sonic's friends, using them as bait or transforming them into robots, programmed them them to attack him. I guess it's a typo. I don't know. It's a grisly business. Them as bait or transforming them into robots, programming them to attack him. Yeah. Okay. It's a grisly business which Robotnik thoroughly enjoys. As for the Chaos Emeralds, Robotnik turns them into satellites and launches them into orbit over Mobius. Oh, that's our, uh, timer going off. Uh, the timer just went off. Let me just stop that. Hang on. You probably... I have too many tabs open. There we go. Okay. Timer is stopped. Uh, I'll just read this last bit from the opening story. 
and then we'll yeah wrap up. Stop it. Fuck yeah. You. Watch them into satellites and launches them into orbit over Mobius. Circling high above the planet, the Emeralds enhance Robotnik's power over Mobius. As an added precaution, he launches a psychedelic warp of confusion, called the Secret Zone, around each Emerald. Oh, that's... that's where the bonus stages are from. Oh my god. Only the Grey Emerald can neutralize uh, the forces of the Chaos Emeralds and render them harmless. Despite his... Oh. They're all surrounded by the orb of confusion. If Sonic gets too close, he goes. <laughs> Despite his entire world falling apart within the space of a few hours, Sonic didn't contemplate. Contemplate. Sonic didn't contemplate slashing his paws. He isn't the type to let his head drop. What With does everyone that mean? It is. Is that a? bit about slitting wrists i have no fucking idea that's so weird okay maybe it's a british thing <laughs> i don't know slashing his paws i don't know why i'm so hung up i'll have to listen to the stc episode on this and see if they get a better grip on it at least i think they did an episode uh hang on with everyone turning against him Let's see, they've got stuff on the poster mag, the movie, Eternal Champions. Oh, no, I guess they didn't. I haven't covered Stay Sonic. Well, that well, just means we have to make sure we cover the whole thing! Obviously, yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure they pro- they'll probably cover it at some point knowing them, but... But until then, you can... <laughs> keep I'm, listening yeah. here yeah and like hope we roll it again <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i'm opening up the document again because i lost my place oh wait i have it open right here okay uh you're at contemplate slash his pause since i was like what yeah the he isn't the type to let his head drop. With everyone turning against him, he went into hiding, but quickly came to the conclusion that Robotnik must be destroyed if his friends were to be freed and Mobius restored to its former state. On the way, he resolved to recover the Chaos Emeralds from the Warps of Confusion. Robotnik did his worst, transforming several areas of Mobius into no-go zones, beginning with Green Hill and continuing through several parts of the planet once considered worth hanging out in. But no matter how devious the traps Robotnik cooked up, Sonic was equal to the test, risking life and limb to free his incarcerated pals and pursue the fat freak to the final confrontation. His victory, recorded in Sonic 1, seemed to signal an end to the nightmare that had begun in Kintobor's laboratory. But of course, Sonic had only won the first battle. The war had a long way to run. Huh. So that's uh, the opening chapter to uh, Stay Sonic. Sonic is a war story. I mean, Sonic being a war story is kind of a constant throughout 90s lore. Yeah, I guess that's true. We did skim bits because a lot of it is just repeats of what we covered in the Sonic Bible. But yeah, there is still a lot more of this book to go. So I assume next time we roll this, we'll just keep reading the book and go through more UK lore. So, let's uh, go through some questions. We got a couple. I am scared of one of them. No. (laughs) Scared to answer it. Alright, let's start with the Twitter questions. Jumpy at MemeJume asks All I have is this. And it is a picture of a Madagascar meme that shows the cast of Madagascar with the giraffe looking very close with the text why are you British? Hmm. I just don't know. I just I just don't know. That's what happens when you're from the UK and you make Sonic I guess. Yeah. Uh... Sky, at Genuine No Prize, asks, After learning about Nebraska Sonic and UK Sonic, what places do you think should have their own Sonic? Hmm. 
every country should have their own Sonic. And maybe multiples in the U.S. Maybe there's a Nebraska Sonic. Maybe there's um, an Idaho Sonic. Uh, maybe there's... Yeah, maybe there's, I'm, like, a Southern Sonic and a Northern Sonic. Like, maybe there's a New York Sonic, and he's like, I'm walking in. Because you know they gotta do that kind of thing. Like, if they're gonna do a New York Sonic, they're gonna make it a fucking Brooklyn Sonic. Huh. Well, I think you could make certain arguments of certain Sonics being from certain places the further we go into this lore. Like, you could probably argue that Sonic Adventure Sonic is San Francisco Sonic, since SA2 is based on, uh, the first level City Escape is modeled after San Francisco. There you go. Oh, that makes sense. As one of the only games I've played. Did you see the one... There's three questions on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, qu the third question from... Fair Galactic Imperial Majesty at Girl Dick Energy asks, Important question. Who's Sonic Smash Bros. main? I mean, he's gotta play himself, right? Yeah. Like, I, no one I'm else goes fast enough. I'm sure there's some Sonics out there who would try someone else, but there are definitely some Sonics who would go straight for getting to play as himself in a video game. Like, like even if he didn't play as Sonic, like, he would pick the fastest characters. And I can't think of them right now because it's been mm. a thousand years since I've played Ultimate. But, um, I know I, Sonic's fast. <laughs> I could see some versions of Sonic being like a Fox or a Falco main. Oh, yeah. Fox is real fast, too. I wonder if, like, Sonic plays the new games or if he's like, I gotta play Melee. No, but even though that's before he was in it, he's just like, I gotta fucking do some fucking spin dashes or whatever the fuck. Wave dash? I don't remember. I used to know, like, the terms, kind of. It's I remember. It's wave dash. I'm okay. not really into Pro Smash, but I remember that thing. Because people were mad you couldn't do wave dashes in Brawl. <laughs> wow. Uh, so... Let's see. We've... I'm going to check some more some discords because I posted it in a couple different discords. Let's read from the Ask Zone on our Discord. Uh, if you want to send us a question and you don't want to worry about missing the Twitter or wanting to send in an email, you can join our Discord and post an, something in the Ask Zone whenever you feel like it. Beta Shadow the Hedgehog, that's uh, Frizz asks, what do you think Sonic eats for breakfast? Mm, I'm not sure. Something portable. Hmm. I could see him doing a fucking up a breakfast burrito. You think? Yeah, that makes sense. Or, um, he could do the, like, protagonist thing with some, like, toast in his mouth. Or actually, I don't know why, but I was picturing a Pop-Tart in his mouth instead. Yeah, that seems like it. There's a bit in OKKO OK where where they do the Pop-Tart mouth, the Toast Mouth thing, but it's a Pop-Tart instead. Yes, perfect. James the Cat Girl, uh, Dark Wizard James Mason, asks, What Sonic yeah. fan games have you played? Yeah, alright. This is, um... This is the one I was worried about, because I don't remember... I think I may have actually already admitted this in the first episode, but I did play uh, Sonic Dreams. Hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Fortunately, I, unfortunately. I mean, bless Ben Esposito, and bless him for making that, and Bubsy Visits the James Terrell retrospective. Oh, I don't know that one. Ah. Uh, it's really good. Uh, also, if you're interested in J Ben Esposito games, also check out uh, Donut County and Tattletale. Uh, I just got Donut County. I haven't played it yet. I know it's some sort of weird Calamari-esque puzzle game where you play as a giant hole. That That's, yes. I watched people play it, and it's funny it's funny it's like a weird funny game 
I can now that you say that he like worked on it, I can I can see that with some of the some of the jokes, the less it's, you know, not as horny, but <laughs> And there's also shocking since it's a hole. Tattletale is like this really neat uh horror game where yes. it's, you're like a you're a kid in nineteen ninety eight who got a weird Furby for Christmas. A weird pseudo-Furby stand-in. Yes. I know there's, like, a Furby child and a Furby mom. Yeah. Oops. There's Tattletail and there's Mama. Yeah. Tattletail kind of whips, from what I know of it. I I can't play it because Furbies scare me enough and I don't need to be playing a horror game with them. Oh, man. I... Furbies rule. Furbies are terrifying and they rule. Oh my god. Exactly. Have you ever heard of um, long Furbies? Oh yes! When I was at Answer New England a couple months back there was there was someone with a long Furby. <gasps> oh my god. That's such a bizarre thing. I found, I like found it like a few weeks ago. I think I like mentioned it in a different Discord but I was <laughs> like how did I fall down this rabbit hole where I found out about long Furbies? But, so. Do you think Sonic would have a long Furby? Hmm. I think some of them might. Like, I think movie Sonic definitely has a, a long Furby. Do you think he made it himself or do you think he bought it? Uh, I think... Hmm. I don't know movie Sonic, I should say that. Yeah, I don't think movie Sonic has a job, so maybe... Uh, his cop dad friend got it for him. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh man, I can't wait to watch it. He begrudgingly got it for him. Because <laughs> I'll have to get it. We'll get into that one day. I probably will watch it before we uh, talk about it. So that like, because that's like one I actually want to watch and it won't take like a billion hours like playing right. the game would or reading like a long running comic would. Mm-hmm. Uh hey. Maybe we could like watch it together or something and then I don't know. Anyways. Maybe we could stream it on the Discord. Oh yeah, that would be great. Like I was thinking of doing that for the OVA because I fucking love the OVA. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. I think that's all of the questions we got. If you wanna send us a question uh, you can answer an ask post on the Twitter. Excuse me. On the Twitter, you can post in the ask, ask zone on the Discord, or you can email a long form question at uh, sonicshufflecast at gmail.com. So let's roll for this week. Let's see. Let me just open up the guide so I can refer to it immediately. Still have all of all ten of them. Yep. Oh, that's a five. Uh, looks like we're gonna be covering Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog next week. Uh, so just a quick thing to note: Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is a was made for syndication, so it doesn't have like. An ongoing continuity. I've decided to cover adventures by sort of going through various recurring characters and all of the lore surrounding them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not to be confused with Sadam. This is yeah the other one. <laughs> yeah, that is adventures. It's the weird, goofy one that was. Made by a guy who is deeply influenced by old cartoons. And it's weird in exactly that sort of way. So let's, let's take it to the close. Uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, most places, honestly. Just look it up. Uh, Haunting the Morg. Uh, that's M-O-R-G for Morg. And um, 
Yeah, I would just follow that because I... Now I keep talking about stuff, but more stuff will be coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I am Dan. You can find... You can find all of the things I'm in at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore D-A-W-S-0-N. That's Mike Dawson with a zero. Uh, you can, from there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my art blog. You can find, you can commission me on Kofi. You can listen to my other podcast, uh, Pot of Greed, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, which is a one sh- an actual play of one shot art of one shots of RPGs. Uh, and you can find at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Oh uh, that's my cat. <laughs> yep. Hi Gizmo. Uh, He's digging. I, I think that's it for tonight, so Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. Sonic is the only blue life that matters. Hell yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs>